Welcome to the art of family. This is me, Jan, and with me I have my wife, Hannah. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> we're the proud parents of seven children, and today we're going to share with you the most stupid question you can ask a bad behaving child. Join us on our journey to create strong and happy families. All right, welcome back, guys. Today we are going to talk about naughty kids and stupid parents. And a question we are asking all the time to our children. Think about it. A child do something bad, like throwing a ball on the window or hitting his sister or whatever. And you want to understand, why did you do this? Do you ask that, Anna? Yeah, yeah well, I do all the time. Why? I think it's like you said, because I, I don't know. Maybe because we don't, we can't think of anything better to say. And also, yeah, I think we we're hoping for a good answer. Maybe I don't know if we really do that. But... And what is the answer? The good answer. Well, we can start uh, with the answer. <laughs> the answer we always the, get. The is. Yeah, it's always. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> that's the answer. And I think, or or uh, possibly, uh, he did this. <laughs> yeah, but I think when you say, uh, "Why did you do that?" This means to the child that uh, we're already blaming them. We've already decided who's right or wrong. So usually, this gives nothing. Uh, I think it's a big difference to say to, to the kids. Oh, what's going on here? Then you will get the explanations and the blaming and and so on. But this exact one, why did you do that? It is never a good one. No, it creates uh, a tension, a bad tension, and uh, the child is put on spot and um, feels questioned. Yeah, because the only the only answer to give would be for the child to say. Yeah, I did because I'm a really bad child and I just hit other people. <laughs> or I'm glad you asked. I've had a really, really hard day and, and I'm angry and frustrated and now I'm, I'm hitting people. Yes. This is not going to happen. No. I also ask this question. <laughs> we, we, have, we have loved this question over the years. Uh, our ambition is not, not to ask it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, giving some kind of punishment is actually much more kind to the child for, uh, I don't know, whatever, like five push-ups or something. Uh, because that creates uh, the possibility of a new beginning and yes, putting the bad thing behind you. Yeah, I think so too. And also to start by being honest, like saying, you can't do that. Is to, to say what you think yourself. You can't do that. I won't allow you to hit your brother. Just come out and say what you think instead of expecting the child to have some kind of mm. light bulb moment and realizing things are bad and, and so on. You're there to teach the child and not to... It's not like psychotherapy. The kid is not no. supposed to figure things out to, in a difficult situation. So just, just say it. Yes, that's this a really, really stupid idea. It was stupid when... Rousseau wrote about the mill and it's as stupid today. Yeah, it's always stupid. 
And I think with, with the push-ups, if you're just honest and then you, you tell the kid to, to do push-ups or something, uh, you will actually change the state for the child. And we have also done this when when several kids are, when, when they're fighting with, with each other, to have two kids go away and, and jump together, for example, put on loud music and tell them, no, you, you jump together, you jump around. And it changed the state and after a while, they, they have to be more positive because you can't stay angry and, and fight when you jump around. Yes, force them to to break state, to change state. Yeah. Uh, if they are at each other's throats. Yeah. And uh, you don't know what's happened, and they're both angry. It's not really reasonable to give a punishment, and and then it might be better to just focus on changing state. I think so, because you'll never know. Even if you avoid this stupid question and, and have a more open approach, it's often hard to know who started it and if it's someone's fault and what's actually going on. So, mm. so it might be better to just to, to move on. But this, this question is also popular in, in some of the schools. Uh, one previous school we had our children to attend uh, they were very proud of not uh, believing in, in uh, punishments. They didn't have detention and things like that. But when something happened, they had like a, a what was it called? Uh, a trusty board or something? Something like that. It was like a court <laughs> with uh, five, six of the, of the teachers. And um, they like to ask the children questions about why they did this, and exactly what happened, and do 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 do. It was it was kind of scary, and they wrote it down, and this was saved, and we weren't informed before this happened, so you, you could yes. you could know about this after it already happened. Your child had been with these with these people and being asked a lot of questions. Yes, uh, we were uh, and they, slightly upset. Yeah, we were. <laughs> Uh, and this regarded uh, our old son, and he, he uh, has always been rather active, uh, yes. <laughs> a physical boy, active physical boy. So uh, in this particular case, he had been out in the in the forest that was part of the the school yard, uh, uh, and uh, gotten into a fight with another boy, and they had, had some kind of stick fight. Yeah. No, nobody got hurt, and uh, you know. They were just being boys. And boys then, in the woods, exactly. uh, some sticks, and they, they fought, fought it off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like nine years old? Eight? Yeah, I think so. No, more like nine or ten. No, not ten, nine. Yeah. But they, they were rather small. And it's and, no big deal. And each, these supposed trade, um, they call them teachers nowadays. Pedagogues? Yes, or? yes. Yes, you can call them. Uh, interrogated both um, our son and, and uh, the, other, the other kid. So, uh, very strange. And, and the, I think this has a very severe. Uh, it creates a situation where the child feels very, very insecure. And he, they try. To, to find out what the, the adults uh, want and are after. It was really of no help. I agree, he didn't trust these teachers afterwards. He, 
he never liked him. Instead of just giving him a detention, that yeah. was probably the correct thing to, yeah. to do to give him some kind of punishment to say you're not allowed to f fight with your, your friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they get some kind of punishment and then it's over mm. and they can learn. Yeah. But this psychological, uh, I don't know. Game? Game, I don't know what no, to call it. What are they expecting the child to say? Yeah, but I think it's the same. I think they're doing the same as, as we with the question. When you can't think of anything else to do. And it's also, of course, uh, a failure on the, for the parents or the teachers when things go wrong. Because we're supposed to teach them right from wrong and so on. So I think uh, when kids fight and when they don't get along with the siblings and so on, it's a it's a small failure for the parents to to have that you you would like them to be kind to the to the people who are the closest in their life and to always uh, take care of each other and you know the, at the end of the day the, the siblings are, are the ones that that you have as an adult also you always will have your siblings so you you would really like your kids to to get along and care for each other so so you mean the question is directed towards yourself. <laughs> like, why are you not kind as I have taught you? Yeah, kind of. It, it might be, or, or at least part of of the anger when when siblings fight for each other. Uh, for example, I think it's because it's a failure for for me as a mother when when my, when when my kids fight. So I, I don't know. You mean part of your uh, that you are being upset? Yes. Is due to you 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 feel like you have uh, made a big mistake, a failure in, in in their upbringing. Yeah, I failed to teach them to be kind to one another and take care of one another. And... Yes, I agree with that. So it's very easy to to become irritated on the child, but in fact, you're actually irritated on yourself. Yeah. I think that's quite common in, in all situations that a lot of times it's about you and not about yes. the other person, but, but uh, the lack of a better solution, you you ask the child this and, and the, all the blame is on the child then. Yes, it's not at all a good um, position to ask psychological questions if you are uh, having conflicting motives inside yourself. <laughs> oh, it's a bad idea. And, and of course, when you, when you don't, when it's not a good time for it, and you cannot expect some kind of answer that, that will help in any way. And it's especially bad. So try to be like uh, clear. I think that that's best to be honest what you, what you think. What you yourself. think about it. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's very important. This is actually a, a, one of the rules in the book from Jürgen Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. 12 Rules for Life. We will perhaps do an episode of that further on. It's but a it, book. It's connected. Don't let your children behave so you dislike them. Something, yeah. Hmm. And it has always been part of the adult world so to uh, 
to structure the life of the child, to, to give them something to, to grow up into. Yeah. I think uh, many people today are, are perhaps a little bit alienated from, from that kind of view uh, that somehow society should be recreated and we should abandon all norms and, and culture and stuff like that. Uh, but in fact, the child really needs something to grow into. Mm. Otherwise, they are feeling lost and stressed. Yeah. It's like... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, you say it. <laughs> are you going to say a dog? <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, I'm apologizing in advance to everybody. <laughs> I, I quite a lot uh, compare children and dogs. <laughs> yeah, you do. Sometimes you have, you have a point. But uh, as most of you have seen uh, a nervous dog who have been brought up in a family who has not give, given the dog a sound and, and reliable structure. They have let the dog uh, do whatever it liked and and it's very very common that these dogs are uh, very nervous and are doing bad things yeah because the dog will think it's the leader what do you think the dog will think maybe it's the leader of a pack and perhaps leader or at least a... it's not uh, it's not uh, uh, it doesn't know it's not it clear yeah. what the structure is and who is in lead. Mm. Uh, but a dog that's brought up in a, in a household with firm rules uh, would be much more calmer and much more safer. And this dog will feel much better, in my opinion. It will, it will normally look better. It will uh, you know, move more gracious. And... Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. When the dog knows its place, it's but it's a dog, and the rest of the, of the people are people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry for that comparison. Uh, but we have tried a little bit uh, different approaches, and and um, especially with our first child. Yeah, it's our little guinea pig. <laughs> Unfortunately, we can have another episode talking about. Uh, yes, we will have that. Our... But it relates to this giving a clear a clear direction what you are expecting on the child and if you fail to do that the child will most likely become more nervous and the nervousness can can take the different expression depending on depending on the personality of the particular child it could be a more aggressive or more passive or more depressed a lot of things could happen so it's not always so easy to see the, the root cause of it. No, that's true. Actually, I read a book a couple of years ago, I think now. Um, I think it's called uh, Bringing Up Bebe, about uh, an American woman. I think she marries a British guy and they move to France. And she talks about the French way of bringing up children. Uh, and I thought it was really nice. And the French have, uh, I think in French, it's called the cadre that's the frame so they have a very firm frame that all adults agree about and that all children know about and inside this frame it 
the decision can be quite free. They're not regulated in every detail, but uh, they all know where where's the limit, where's the clutter. I think that's I think that's very good. I think that's inspiring. Hmm. Have, uh, yeah, that's beautiful. And also that all <clears throat> because we know that we have uh, relatives that are uh, a relative is married to a man from France, and uh, it's obvious when we meet for. Um, for example, his mother. That that this is that this is true. What's said in this book that the adults all have seen set of rules, so they all know what what to expect when they when they meet a child from from another family. For example, it's not this strange uh, the strange thing that happened when different families have different rules and. You can't uh, say this to another child and can't say that and they have no rules and it's more or less strict. Uh, so I, I think this is very good for the, for the children when, when all adults agree. Mm, yeah, definitely. And this is uh, sadly a little bit... Um, no, it's not the case always today you know, where we are. No, no it's not. It's, this would be the exceptional. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, but to bring it back a little bit to this, uh, the most stupid question, uh, why did you do that? It, it relates a little bit also to this uh, Christian saying, um, hate the, the sin, not the sinner. Mm, yeah. Because it's uh, one thing to say that you did something wrong and you will be punished for it and don't do it again. And it's another thing to, to try to indirectly find out uh, why the, the child did it, if the implication is that the child did it because he uh, was bad yeah. or had some evil ambition. I think um, it's very, very easy to be tangled in a way that you are lowering the child's self-esteem and lowering the child's uh, uh, ability to, to do good, because mm. you are complicating the whole the whole matter, instead of uh, be more clear about what you believe is right and wrong, and and give the the child uh, an easy way to to do right, and an easy way to also repent if he or she does wrong. All right, that's all, folks. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you next time. Check out the links below and please give a comment. What do you think about this uh, topic? Uh, have you ever asked this stupid question to your child? <laughs> and how did it turn out? All right, take care. We love you. Bye. Cheers.